Welcome to another episode of From Concept to Company with your hosts, Ashley and Autumn. On this show, we dive in deep with current and aspiring entrepreneurs to learn about their pain points, things they wish they knew before they started, and their successes to date. This week, we are excited to have Nicole from Fuse Management, who represents the top talent and artists in Las Vegas. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, you have done some really amazing things over the years, and you have this newest venture. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I'm so excited. It's so exciting. So for our listeners that don't know a little bit about your background, how did you get started? What, were, what was your first business? Um, so my very first business was um, my Beauty by Nikki P. So I'm a licensed esthetician and a makeup artist. And I just started Beauty by Nikki P because I had become a single mom and was tired of staying up all night and all day. So I was working graves and then staying up all day to take care of my little one. And I just, I couldn't do anymore. So I went back to school, needed to have make an income to take care of said child mm-hmm. and uh, started Beauty by Nikki P. And I started freelancing from there and it blew up and it's just been a dream come true since. Yeah, that's actually how I found you. I was following you on Instagram, yeah. and I guess I entered into your contest and won a free set Yay. of lashes, and we totally hit it off from yeah. that point. And it was serendipitous in a way because we were just starting Action Maven. Yeah. And you were like, hey, I have this new idea for this company. And I was yeah. like, well, we have this amazing checklist that can help you. Yeah, and it's seriously, it's been heaven sent because just like we went through today, there are so many little details that... I had never even thought of, and it's so much, and I'm so glad that I have you guys to help me and guide me through it, because otherwise I would be lost, either that or my business would be dead by now. (laughs) Well, and we have so many clients um, and people that come in on this podcast that talk about that. They're like, hey, I've started four or five companies now, and I just learn a new thing every single time, so we're really trying to help mitigate that risk yeah. for people. Um, you have been doing makeup for a really long time. I think you said since high school you yeah. had shared with me before. Yeah, so I used to, me and my girlfriends, you know, because you have to go out on Friday nights and go drive around. Who even knows why we drive around parking lots <laughs> of McDonald's, but that's what we did when we were in high school. And so I had all my girlfriends that would line up in a row one by one, and they'd all, i do all their makeup, and of course I'm the last one to do my own makeup. And they're like, hurry up, let's go. We got. I'm like, oh, I still got to get myself ready. So... Yeah, I did that, and then I did figure skating ballet competitively. I was a ballet major, so makeup was always a staple, you know, in my life. I always either was required to do it for stage, which kind of helps because then I had no theatrical side of makeup, which comes into play a lot, like when we did your guys' videos. Then I knew what to use for camera and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's always just been a huge staple and a passion of mine, and it's where I kind of – just feel most free. Like, I feel like I literally have not worked in four years. I keep wondering when I'm going to have to get a job sometime. <laughs> so. They say that when you truly know what your life purpose yeah. is and you find something that you love to do, you feel like you have never worked a day in your life. Yeah. And that's how you know that it's the perfect fit for yeah. your career. And a lot of us go through this process. We actually talked about it with Delisa where you don't always find, you're not always lucky enough to find right. the perfect thing right away, but that past experience, even Makeup by Nikki P, will really mm-hmm. help leverage Fuse Management and what you guys are doing Absolutely. with that company. I was just talking to somebody, I think, maybe it was you, I was just talking to somebody about this, that, um, you know, all my past jobs and all of my, you know, figure skating has taught me certain things, like how to deal with people and interact with people in a certain way or how to hold myself when somebody, you know, it doesn't say something I like or it doesn't come across a, 
the way that I prefer them to or respectfully, I've learned through skating and ballet how to keep my composure and hold it together and, and all, you know, the different personality traits and characteristics that I've built along the way have all come from the experiences and jobs, the jobs I was sitting there going, oh my God, how do I get out of this job today? I've mm-hmm. learned something from each and every one of them. So it's been, you know, you grow from it. It's been an amazing experience to, like I said, get to the point where I literally don't feel like I work. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you really have something amazing going on with this fuse management company. Yes. For those of our listeners that don't know about it yet, literally, because it's brand new. Yay. Congratulations. Thank again. you. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're doing and what makes that unique. Okay. So fuse management, it is um, a beauty agency. And it represents models, hairstylists, uh, makeup artists, and uh, photographers. And it's the only one in Las Vegas that combines all of those. So there's other ones that combine, you know, talent or this, this and that. And mine combines all of them. So it's a boutique agency, and it's kind of like a one-stop shop. So it will help people that they only have to sign one contract or they only have to, you know, just come to one person to get the connections for their hair, makeup, models, whatever they need, and they can pick and choose what they need, and they don't have to go to different agencies and venture out, because it's a lot of work to get all all the different pieces to move together. It's so much work, and until you're a brand that has had to put on a production, um, you really don't know. I, I know how hard it is owning my marketing agency, Party yeah. Media, five years. Um, there's a lot more of those types of services in California. Oh, yeah. I wasn't lucky enough to know about them. So we were literally like, okay, we need to go on to Model Mayhem and Backstage yeah. and all these websites and hire the models and then over here yeah. to hire all the makeup artists and over here to hire the hairstylist. Then you got to pay this. So much work yeah. paying all the different people and having them sign all the separate contracts. It was insane. Yep. So I am just so excited to have this service in Vegas Thank for you. our company um, and for people to be able to have your services for them and for all of our listeners, like I mentioned, when you do need to put on a production, if that one thing that they don't understand a lot of the time, they'll sign um, a contract with a production company yeah. and they think that it's all included. It all comes together and it doesn't. And it doesn't. You sign this massive $7,500 fee for the day. Right. And they're like, wait, <laughs> we have to still get models and hair it wait what, what? And they cost what wait what's happening I yeah. already signed this contract I have a date yeah. secured and I now I have to pay all this extra money I had no idea about yeah um, so we just simplify it all and bring it together so it'll make it so much easier and that hopefully that will also help my artist um to be able to get the bigger gigs and you know reach all their dreams which is what I really my main goal is is to watch all these other artists blossom and that's you know, I have my Midwest background that I make sure all my girls are taken care of. And gentlemen, too, once I signed mm-hmm. all those, too. But I make sure all my artists and stylists are taken care of and that they're growing as artists and they're not there just to, like, pump out jobs and pump out, you know, whatever, that they're actually um, cultivating them into the best version of themselves. And I think that's so important. There are so mm-hmm. many. We were actually talking at the- totally different type of artist. Um, we had a tattoo artist in here a couple of weeks ago oh, and, cool. um, you know, it, they have a, people that are creative have a really hard time with business oh and my marketing. Gosh. It's yeah, incredibly difficult. It's not something that they teach us in school. I mean, the school that I went to definitely helped out a lot with that. And they are my, still my biggest supporters and are always there for me and, and, and are good friends now, but they don't, have to teach you that in school and it's just like I think we had talked about before when you're in you know high school they don't ever teach you how to like 
do your taxes mm -hmm. or balance a checkbook or, <laughs> you know, you're just like, you're kind of thrown out into the world and you're like, so how do I do this? So it's, <clears throat> you know, it's been a hard time learning, but luckily, like you said, with uh, Beauty by Nikki P, I kind of got a little bit of the business aspect. I didn't realize how in-depth I still needed to go, but learning business and how to run a legit business is it's a big endeavor for sure. Yeah, it's huge. And what's great about what Fuse Management is doing is you're helping those models and those artists secure the gigs because they don't yes. know how to market themselves and they don't know how to, to secure the gigs and they don't know how to protect themselves either, which yeah. is really huge. I actually got to sit in, for those of you listening, I got yeah. to sit in on her meeting when she signed some models. Yes, And um, she has a lot in her contracts where it makes sure that they're, mm -hmm. are, they're legally protected. Yeah, it's, it's even... A lot of people in the beauty industry don't know that they need to carry their own beauty entrance. Even if you're just working at a salon, you're freelancing, anything, you have to have your own beauty entrance because somebody can come and come after you and take away your whole license and everything's gone. So I I teach my stylists and artists that, that they need to have that. And it is very detailed in my contract, exactly what they need to be covered. Like I cover all of them, but they still need to cover themselves too. And especially if they're freelancing because they're not exclusive with me. But also even my assistant, I sat down and made sure that she understood her first year of freelancing how to do taxes because it's not something you learn, but it's totally different than doing your personal taxes and how to, you know, have your LLC and, and turn yourself into a business. Yeah, the we that's literally a topic I think of all of our podcasts almost. Yeah. Um, we keep bringing it up is the importance of having the right business structure. Yes. A lot of the times it's going to be an LLC. A lot of other times it's not going to be an LLC. But taking money into your personal bank account, yeah, you are not only paying a lot more taxes than you necessarily need to, right. but you are also a lot of the times um, vulnerable. In situations, 100%. someone can sue you and you lose your home and your car mm -hmm. and any personal belongings right. where when you do have a legal business entity, it's completely separate. It's a separate whole entity. Mm -hmm. It takes it away from you personally. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. it's a huge deal. I mean, it can ruin somebody's life. And I don't think artists quite realize that all the time, especially with uh, eyelash extensions. It's uh, there's I'm sure so many lawsuits. I can only imagine. <clears throat> but there's so many things that can happen. You're touching somebody's body. You're putting chemicals close to their face, on their head, on their you know, skin, anything. And there's so many things that can happen. And then your whole life is like, if somebody sues you, your whole life is just in shambles after that. <clears throat> yeah, so literally legally protecting yourself is important. I think it's amazing that you're teaching your models and everybody yeah, about thanks. that too. It's great. Um, so you had shared with us a little bit about how you've been doing makeup. Yes. Um, on people since high school and you have this really awesome background in figure skating yeah. and your ballet and all that but um did you know it in your heart of hearts since you were younger that you would end up doing this one day um you know what I think so I'm I yeah because I used to oh gosh my sister's gonna kill me right now <laughs> my sister's so gonna kill me but when I was little, I used to take my sister. We, I'm from Missouri, so we have basements. And I would take my sister down to the basement where we had our little play area. And we had this old school like a school desk, and I would sit her in it. I'd sit there, and first I would pretend to be her teacher and give her all sorts of homework and put her in detention because I just felt like she needed it every day. <laughs> and then I would also, you know, we would have school, and we'd do that. And then we'd go upstairs to our mom's bathroom, and we would lock ourselves in there, which I'm sure my mom was probably terrified, wondering what us two girls were doing in there. And I would sit there and scrub her teeth and brush her teeth like I was a dentist and then do her makeup. And I always made sure I did her makeup. And 
the things I probably made her look like were probably <laughs> not up to the caliber that they're at right now. <laughs> I probably should do a redo for her sometime soon. Aww. But, um, yeah, it's just always been something I've absolutely loved. Uh, my mom's very, very artistic as well. She, I have this gorgeous dresser that she painted me at home. And so it just kind of runs in the family. And it's where I feel happiest. It's where I feel like I can show women that, how beautiful they are inside they really are outside like some of the transformations i've been able to do when some of the photo shoots the reaction after i'm like please let me get the waterproof sealed <laughs> like don't cry and then i'm crying because as women we're so very hard on ourselves we're so just hard we're just not nice to ourselves and it's a great opportunity to be able to let them see that they really are gorgeous you know and you have done some amazing Thank productions. Yes. I cannot tell you guys that are listening, you need to go check her out on yeah. Instagram. She'll drop it at the end. Um, but I've seen you do some amazing things. Yes. My favorite is still that dry lake bed. Yes, where I threw paint in the model's face. <laughs> Luckily, she still adores me. But yeah, I um, got a random text from, uh, I, I didn't even know who at first, but it was a number. I was like, hey, Nicole, we're uh, filming out at the dry lake beds. Can you be there in 15 minutes? I was like, first off, who is this? And no, I live 40 <laughs> minutes away. Not happening. And I looked absolutely crazy because I was cleaning all day. Like, swear I could have scared children how bad I looked. But I, they say, okay, we're doing um, uh, this video out at the dry lake beds, and it's after SEMA, and the guy creates custom um, rims for motorcycles, like these huge, big rims. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything today besides cleaning. This will get me out of laundry. Like, let's go. <laughs> so I tell my dad where I am so that I don't get murdered. Sure. And, yeah, I was like, I don't know who these people are, and I'm going to need a white van in the middle of the desert. Might, might need to tell somebody where I'm going. So um, the model that I was working with is a contortionist ballerina, and she's actually just started performing at Circus Circus in a show this last week. So I've gotten to see her um, audition and cultivate into that, which has been pretty cool. But she um, can shoot a bow and arrow with her feet, which is insane to me. I, I asked her, I was like, do you do this at parties after drinking? <laughs> like, is this a trick you pull out? But she said no, but that's okay. I don't think I'm going to learn to do that anytime soon, so I'll leave it to her. But um, so it was for this amazing uh, shoot for the company, and I got to take paint and mixed up with the holly powder. So the way I made the paint, actually, I took the um, colored holly powder that you get at races when people are throwing it at you at the color races and mixed it with water. And I took her outside. I was like, please still love me after this. I swear, just trust me on this. And so I said, okay, close your eyes. And I took the little uh, fan brush and just took it and threw it at her. And she, so it gave her a spackle effect and it looked amazing. The production's amazing. You have to go check it out. It's the coolest thing ever. She does some pretty fun things and we won't give it away yeah. so that they can go check it out. But um, what's the best way for them to find it? It's on your, just yes. on your Instagram or YouTube. It is on my Instagram stories. I had to save it there because everybody has to see it. So it's on my actually, what page did I put it on? I think I put it on my Beauty by Nikki P. So it is just the handles Beauty by Nikki P. Perfect. I would love for our listeners to better understand if they wanted to get into doing makeup like yes. what's the process do you have to go through beauty school um so you technically don't have to right now in the state of nevada i always very highly suggest it because you need to know what kind of skin types you're working with you need to know how to prep the skin you need to know what happens if there's a reaction to something understand the structure of the face um if you're one of my freelance hairstylists of course you do have to have your cosmo license 100 percent um but 
I always actually, and I started offering this recently, if somebody's like, oh, hey, my daughter really loves makeup. I'm like, you know what? Do they want to come on set with me for, for one of my shoots? So I've started bringing it to where I bring younger girls and they can watch me for a day at work and ask questions and anything like that. But just find a makeup artist. Don't be scared to reach out to them on social media and ask them questions and say, you know, hey, I'm really interested in this. How do I go about it? But it's really, it's a little oversaturated right now because of the whole YouTube boom. But yeah. the true, true creative and talented artists are the ones that are still going to be there long after. And um, just keep going and keep fighting for it and, and don't give up and keep practicing. Do your face charts. Practice on your friends. Practice on your dog. Practice <laughs> whoever. Just keep practicing. So, and just keep learning new things. Don't ever stop learning new things. And I tell all of my artists that make sure you're still, you know, learning new things, taking classes, watching videos, just always continue educating yourself. So what's one thing that you learned going through beauty school or something that you don't think that they could learn online? Like what's some pieces of advice? Oh man, I definitely say learning how to interact with other artists because it is quite a knack and learning to ask for help from the other artists and use the resources you have and just not giving up and being prepared. I mean, school definitely teaches you because they prepare you how to take the test. It teaches you how much you really have to prepare for certain things in life. And like when we was going through the contract today with the girls, I said, you have to prepare for worst case scenario, make sure you have your extra nude little undies, your black little undies, you know, have all of that prepared because you never know what could happen. So, I mean, I have OCD, so it comes mm -hmm. naturally to me, but just be prepared and don't give up. So. Yeah, you've done a great job also with your marketing. I think a lot of people that are in the service-based industries, they really struggle yeah. with getting the word out there and they're like, it's hard. oh, I can leave my nine to five job and I'm going to go do this right. technically freelancing and they don't know how to get their name out there yeah. and how to get contracts. So how did you teach yourself that or was it second nature? Um, so I, I, when you have a kid and you have nothing much to do except for sit there and nurse something, I was on social media all the time. Mm. So I kind of got an act for it. I took an online class and that helped a lot and just started researching. I'm a big Google fan. I am a nerd like that and just love to Google everything. But, um, just learning the different websites to use to get the proper hashtags. I remember the first time I had somebody contact me, they go, oh, I found you from this hashtag on Instagram. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> like, oh, those things work? <laughs> so it was just understanding that there's algorithms and there's, you know, the hashtags work and, you know, social media is a beast. Like it, it really is what drives my company at big time, especially as a freelance artist. Um, Cause there's, you know, it's word of mouth and, references and social media that really just does it anymore so and that's something that I know I've harped on my poor assistant over and over and over <laughs> for the last week get your social media for your beauty your beauty account just the you know don't have it connected to your personal one it has to be something totally separate it does and I talked about that with the girls I was like your social media presence is huge and make sure that understand that what you put online that's how people are going to perceive you because mm -hmm. that's exactly how it goes and if you put something online and a client doesn't like it, they're not going to hire you. And it'll be there forever. Forever. It doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah, I cannot tell you. I, I heard you talking to the models about it. Like, do not have pictures of you taking a bong rip if you don't want that. <laughs> I had somebody um, send that to me. Clients. I was like, I am not using her. Well, as a marketing agency, the first thing that I do mm -hmm. when I am going to be bringing on models for, for our photo that, shoots yeah. for our clients is I check all of their social media. Yep. I'm like, okay, is my client going to be happy if I bring you on right. or not? 
Um, and it, it does, it plays a big role and it could, they might not even know it. They yeah. might have those pictures on there and nobody ever reaches out to them and they don't realize it's how it's they're because of that. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Their personal it's, branding. It really is. I, I, like I said, I remember the first time I was in public, not too long ago. So I was like, Oh, you're a beauty by Nikki P. I was like, are you talking to me? Do you know? Wait, what? <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing, but it, it is. And it's, like I said, it's a powerful, powerful thing. Social media is. So it's, it's huge. You you do a really great job with Thanks. posting consistently and doing your Facebook lives and yeah. your behind the scenes. And then my favorites are the before and after pictures. <laughs> Those are my favorite. They're so amazing just to see and and to see that emotion. Like you had mentioned, you love mm-hmm. um, making women feel beautiful and and they'll tear up because they they finally feel like them their true self. Yeah, and you're really good at capturing that moment. Thank you. It's the coolest thing. One of the photographers I work with. Her and I, I think we're going to start doing this. It, you'll notice if you look at the before and afters, you'll see the way a woman is sitting before and she's kind of like this or whatever. And after she's sitting up and she's proud and she's she's sitting straight up and confident and beautiful. And I remember we had one lady that she was getting a, a double mastectomy the next day. And so she was doing a boudoir session to kind of like, hey, this is this is the last time that my body will look like this. And so uh, the photographer asked her, you know, hey, what did you how did you feel when you first got here? And she was like, I didn't feel very confident. I didn't feel sexy. I didn't know if I could do this. And she said, well, how do you feel? And she goes, I feel like the most beautiful woman in the entire world. And I still oh, to man. this day, like, it makes me <laughs> so teary. I know, I'm about to cry. Oh. It was, I think that was one of the biggest moments of my career was just hearing those words from somebody who was going and their body was changing the next day. It was the one of the best moments of my life probably ever. So, and it's it's amazing that I get to experience that over and over and over again, so... There are some amazing moments as business owners, no matter what industry you're in, you're going to have these moments where you're like, wow, I did yeah. not realize that I could have chills. that impact. And, yeah. and it's, it's like you're put on this earth to, to, be, purpose. to be here for that particular mm-hmm. woman in a way. And yeah. um, I truly believe just personally, like even... I might have brought this up with Delisa, uh, very first podcast guest in um, our life purposes, but also mm-hmm. the importance of the law of attraction. Yes, I'm super into all that. <laughs> so tell Speaking us. Speaking my language. Yes, I noticed. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to bring it up on our podcast today. Tell us a little bit about your belief in the law of attraction and how you think it's helped. So I am huge. I mean, I preach it to whoever will listen. I'm big on manifestations. Every morning when I wake up, I take a dry erase marker and I write my affirmations on my mirror. So as I'm getting ready, I can read through them and I write them out every morning. And then I take, you know, the time at the end of the day and I say my gratitude for everything. I do my vision boards, the law of attraction. I think if you put good out and you really have a genuine want and desire for something and it's a wholesome want and desire and it's something that you believe you can attain, then you will get it as long as you follow the beliefs in your system and you're a good person and you put good out into the world. And you can't sit there and be like, okay, I want a Lamborghini by the end of today. Like, that's not going to happen. You know, oh, man. I mean, I don't know what you're doing later. I think they're closed by now. But it's, yeah, so it's, if, as long as it's, I mean, I just did my vision board and I was like, I some of the stuff I put on my, one of my friends was like, are you, are you sure? I was like, no, this this will happen by the end of this year. This is going to happen. And I know it in my in my soul and you just have to believe it. And I tell all of my artists, I go, fake it till you make it. 
Mm. And just you you fake it till you make it. But you have to believe in yourself. And you do have to do the hard work that goes into it. It can't just be like, oh, I wish for this. And like, <laughs> poof, it appears. Like, you have to do the hard work. But I 100% believe in all of that. And it's it's something that I've noticed that people that are very successful, it's a lot of them follow a lot of it. Um, for our listeners that know of Spanx, yeah. Sarah Blakely is the founder of Spanx. She's a female billionaire. Yeah, love me and some Spanx. She was on um, Reese Witherspoon's new TV show. I can't remember what it's oh. called. I'm sure you guys are thinking it that are listening in of the name. I don't remember what it's called. I'm sorry if you Google Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> it's there. Uh, Spanx, it'll pull up. Um, but it was one of the most amazing episodes. She has been manifesting her dream since high school and she Mm -hmm. shared on the show that she used to listen to a tape and she did not name drop the tape probably because the show wouldn't let her um but she mentioned that she was listening she would listen to a tape every time in her her car and her friends didn't want to get into the car with her after party (laughs) and ride home from school just they don't want to hear the tape yeah they didn't want to hear the tape and then they reached out to her after her success and they were like I wish I would have listened to that tape wow isn't that it's amazing and she was like she's she has this amazing story i don't want to give too much away but she has this amazing story of these hardships and working in a shitty gray cubicle and dreaming one day that she'll have this big bright yeah vibrant office with female employees almost all of her employees are female and now she's a female billionaire and she's changing lives and i'm like okay i've been waking up doing my affirmations every morning yeah it makes such a difference even the little things i i i the day I bought my car, I woke up that morning, I wrote on my mirror, I am buying my car today. And I literally had never bought a car in my entire <laughs> life. And I know it's a little late in life to do it. But still, I never bought my bought a car in my life. And I told my dad, I go, I'm going to the dealership just to get some numbers. Because he didn't want me to go without him because I had no clue what I was doing. So I'm just going to get some numbers and I'll come back and tell you what they are. <laughs> and I called him like an hour later. I was like, hey, can you bring my car up here? And he was like, why? And I go, I just need you to bring my my previous car up here and he goes what did you do I go I may have bought another car with that car and he was like what so and then I ended up doing it all right but I knew that day when I woke up and I wrote it down I was like I'm buying a car today like I just I didn't have money saved up didn't have this I was like I just I knew and I knew it was the right time it was the right like I had manifested it by that point so I've had big things like that come into play but there's little daily things day by day so but my big ones I write down on the mirror every single day yeah I think vision boards are incredibly powerful. I've I've manifested things that have happened living in Laguna Beach, having an ocean yeah, view apartment so cool. on my own, um, moving out to Vegas, living in a massive sky rise, that very particular sky rise that I had is my crazy. eye on. That's I came so cool. to Vegas once. I was literally on my own. I was like, you know what? I just need a vacation. I need some time off. I'm tired of working in the medical field. And I just stayed at Vidara myself and roamed around the city and I was like one day I'm gonna live here I have a personal connection to Vegas my um technically my father um he passed away he raised me technically stepdad um he raised me we'd come out to Vegas all the time for conferences because he was a big head honcho at Mazda corporate and I always fell in love with Vegas for the really nice hotels and the spas and the the luxury things yeah. that, it, that it had to offer. And so just one day I was like, I'm going to live in one of these one day. And right? I did. And look at you now. And I did. And I accomplished it. And now I'm on to my next thing. Right. Um, but I, I had always also loved teaching. And I liked making a difference. And I wanted to help people. And with marketing, I'm, I'm kind of helping people grow their brands. But 
there's a lot of there's a little superficialness yeah. to mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm helping you make money. Like that's not as yeah, exciting. No, and you're the best at definitely the teaching coaching aspect. Like I have literally texted <laughs> text you probably like midnight. I was like, hey, I have a question. What do I do about this? What what about this logo? And I'm like, oh wait, it's like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Maybe it's sh- whatever. I'm sending it anyways. Yeah, no, I'm not you. I I don't sleep. Um, but in a weird way, when I was back in the medical field, I, it was it was never enough for me. It was never ever enough. And I mm-hmm. thought that I wanted to be an RN since I was a liter- literally a little girl. Oh. Um, but I was working in the medical field, and I'm like, I'd walk into the director of nursing's office, and I go. I, I can't do this anymore. Like oh, tears. Right? And then she would increase my, my next role. And um, <laughs> I ended up teaching in EMR system and I taught doctors and nurses in oh, this wow. massive classroom of like a hundred people, how to use the electronic medical records system right. that was now required. And I remember loving that so much and yeah. it wasn't even making a difference. It's just like really boring computer stuff, but yeah. I liked You're so natural teaching. at teaching because you're so nurturing about it and so you're very direct and right to the point and gave great, amazing advice, and you don't say it in that, like, talking down to somebody way. So it's very uplifting and nurturing, and you, like I, I say over and over, I, I scream your praise over and over. Oh, I'm so thank thankful that you guys came into my life because I, I, you guys have seen ups and downs even starting my business, and it's just, you guys have been there every step of the way to help me, and it's been so amazing and so helpful, and I, I wouldn't have made it without you for sure. Thank you. But yeah, I had no idea that I would ever end up um, launching Action Mavens with Autumn yeah. and teaching people these things. But it just feels, I finally feel like what you mentioned yeah, earlier. I finally work. feel like this is this is what I meant mm-hmm, to be doing. Your purpose. And it feels really fucking good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, like, I wake up every day. I'm like, am I supposed to work anytime <laughs> soon in the next anytime? The last four years I haven't worked, I feel like, but I have. Yeah, we'll we'll sit and we'll work for like, God, how many hours straight? Oh, yeah. So many hours straight. Nadam and I will look up and we're like, oh, we should probably eat something. <laughs> right? That is exactly <laughs> what I do too. I'm like, oh, crap, it's midnight. I haven't eaten today. <laughs> exact same thing I do. It's scary. Yeah. So when it's you love what you do, finally. Scary. Yeah, exactly. Yay. Yay. All right, well, um, our very last question, yeah. as everybody always knows if you've listened in before, is one of the fun things that we do is coffee and cupcakes. Yes. And we have fun little mugs that we have our guests pick. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your mug. Okay, I have a sub mug. So my sub mug is for my favorite mug, RIP. It fell off the uh, coffee cup hanger off my wall. Oh no! I know. So we're just gonna pretend like it says my old saying, but it's this one says something about a dog. I don't even know. But <laughs> what, what it should say, my one I drink out of every day that I have to find another one. It says, "Put on some gangster rap and handle it," which is definitely my persona to a T. If anybody knows, like I listen to some ratchet music, <laughs> I definitely I'm yeah, it's they, bad. They've actually but, done a lot of studies on how listening to certain types of music or even volumes of music and yeah. and beats per minute and the wavelengths and all these crazy things can really help yeah. truly turn your energy level around. And oh, yeah. I am a huge 100%. believer yeah. in um, blasting your favorite oh, yeah. music or even I have turning on music. On con- you walk in my house, there's literally constantly music playing. Like, always something. And I forget that. Like, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll work for like, 
Oh, you're one of those that can sit in silence without mm, music. Oh, and when I think to myself, no. I'm like, no, oh, I go I'm crazy. Missing, I'm missing something. I have an Alexa on my desk. <laughs> So she can play no music excuse. and all I have to right? say is something. I would go crazy. I'm like, I can hear myself breathe. I can hear myself breathe. We're in a, we're in a not the high rise that I manifested because I already lived there and I've moved, but we're in another high rise and we have the door open so that the animals can go out in the patio and use the bathroom. Right. And so all I hear we all day long is... Beep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shut up. Up. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of car noises. When I was in Laguna, I loved having you had the ocean. That's not the ocean. The ocean of the of the fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it's the ocean of the fifteen, and I'm like, no wonder my stress level's so high. I'm yeah. like, I need to write a note somewhere. Turn music on. It's like stuff. Yeah. One so I'm just gonna start texting you that randomly. You should turn on the music. Yeah, you totally should. Because I have a checklist. Like I do that. I have a massive list. Oh my gosh. Um, um, that's kind of how I time management all my stuff. I'll sit down and I'm like, these are the things I need to complete today before yeah. I stop working. Um, I'm going to have to add in turn music on. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to put that at the top of the list like as a permanent, yeah, that's permanent one. one. Um, although Michael Sartain, um, who was the past guest had mentioned never listening to music and only listening to podcasts uh, unfortunately a lot of the work that i have to do behind strategy and stuff i can't listen to other people talk yeah you yeah. can't focus if you're listening to someone else are you really taking in the information no. if you know if you're no, working at I've the tried same that time times doesn't work it doesn't work i only do it when i listen to I true to crime when i lash when, when I, I do eyelashes, that's the only time. Because yeah. then it gets my clients to be quiet and they <laughs> shut up. So to the true crime I podcast. enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it. Right? I did so too. then they don't talk and it's it's nice. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true though. <laughs> oh, I wish I could do that somehow. Um, right? No, so, yeah. So I, I don't know. I listen to podcasts now when I'm getting ready in the morning. Yes. I listen to Affirmation ones. I'll send them to you. Oh, okay. that's a good one. That. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Cool. So for all of our listeners, yes. where can they find you? Yay. So you can find my beauty uh, Instagram. The handle is beauty by Nikki P. And then I now have Fuse's Ooh. Instagram, which is just Fuse, F-U-S-E, management. So it's M-G-T. So F-U-S-E, M-G-T is the handle on Instagram. We are on Facebook as well. Yeah. So go check her out. Follow yeah. her. Follow her big new announcements. I know. And There's going to be so much stuff. coming up. There's a lot. You have I a know. really big, exciting project. I I'm know. so excited I'm for so you. I'm so excited. <laughs> Got some well, big things. Yay. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me, ladies.